Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, June the 18th. We're at Monmouth Park. They have a Haskell Preview Day card that they have put together, and the Late Pick 4 covers four stakes races, three of them graded. Tom Leach here along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Jim, just let's jump into the start of the Pick 4 in race 11. It's the Grade 3 Eaton Town on the turf at a mile and a 16th. Phillies and Mayors, three and up. Where did you land? Landed on Princess Grace. Um, this horse, if she were uh, had more recency, I would single her. Coming out of the grade one matriarch where she lost to Regal Glory, who obviously won the Longines just a game last weekend at Belmont. So certainly no disgrace to lose to Regal Glory. And back before that, she won the ladies' turf at Kentucky Downs. Giroux was on her back that day. She's one for one at Monmouth. Michael Stidham is a very good shipper. He puts his horses in the right places. Like Princess Grace a lot. The only question mark I've got is, is she going to be fully cranked for this after being off since November? Because the Matriarch was her last race. If she is, I think she wins this easily. But I'm going to also use Fluffy Socks coming out of a Keeneland Allowance race where she almost beat Curly Ruth and then the Modesty where she almost beat Bleecker Street came back and won a couple times. So uh, Chad Brown and Fluffy Socks, you've got to put her in there. But I think Princess Grace is the class of the race. And I think this race pretty much ends with those two. I think Lamista for Chad Brown, the other horse you look at coming out of Bogay and has um, placed in the Beverly D last year at Arlington. But I think Fluffy Socks probably has the better chance here uh, to run down Princess Grace if there is somebody that runs her down. I uh, ended up taking Lamista just to try to beat the favorite with her coming from off a layoff. Thought you might be able to do that. Uh, this horse is second off a layoff, so she's gotten one under her belt. Uh, kept really good company last year. And uh, Ched's, uh, I think, best string is, is at Belmont usually. And if uh, the horses are training at Monmouth, that's usually the, the second tier. And this horse is the one that has been training at Belmont. Um, so I think uh, Lamista's, I'm going to take a shot there to, Get a little better price. Uh, Princess Grace uh, is the uh, next pick just off her class. And if you want to go one deeper, Fluffy Socks just as the other Chad Brown and uh, was only a half length behind Bleecker Street, who was uh, very impressive in winning last weekend. Twelfth race is the Pegasus, ungraded, three-year-old, so a prep for the Haskell at a mile and a sixteenth. And I ended up uh, on homebrew here for Brad Cox, 84 buyer in his first start in three and a half months at Oaklawn. And they, Brad uses his go-to guy, Florent Giroux, here. Um, I just thought uh, I couldn't make a case really for anybody else uh, to uh, to beat Homebrew. I'm sure he'll be the favorite. Mr. Jefferson had an 87 uh, buyer in the Tessio two starts back, uh, runner-up to a nice horse on the Maryland circuit named Joe. So Mr. Jefferson's got a shot, I think. Cyber Viking had an 85 buyer and uh, his first or second in uh, all but one of his lifetime starts. Electability for Chad Brown, but failed pretty strongly in the uh, Peter Pan when he was favored. So, um, But this is a, a lesser spot, so uh, maybe you know, nobody as good as a weed of people in here, so maybe he could jump back up. Dash attack if you want to go deeper, but I think his best races have been in the slop, and I don't know that they're going to get that. So I ended up on homebrew for the Pegasus. How about you? I did, too. Um, I thought that race at uh, Oakland sets him up well for this one. Uh, cutting back from a mile and an eighth, he should be fit. Uh, beat a 
horse Kuchar that came back and won lot next out, so that's going to be a key race at, at Oak Lawn. Also used electability. I think the Peter Pan, you look at the fact that he got beat by 10 and a quarter, but he was right there with Golden Glider. Uh, we the People won by 10 and a quarter. That was just a strange race where We the People had all the inside speed and just walked with it. And uh, I think the fact that he got beat by 10 and a quarter, you can overlook that. We the People and Golden Glider both came back and ran in the Belmont Stakes, and neither one of them uh, showed up very well. But that Peter Pan was just a, a race set up perfectly for We the People. So I'm going to he got, and he's still got an 87 buyer, got beat by 10, 10 links. So I think he's got an improve off that. Manny Franco has been riding well for Chad Brown. So uh, if you look at uh, Manny Franco, he is 36% for Chad Brown. There aren't many mm. jockeys that are better than Chad Brown's overall average. I mean, he's 32%, but Manny Franco is 36% with him. So I think electability's got a big shot. And I've also used Dash Attack. I agree that his best race has been on sloppy tracks. Um, but he, he was competitive in the in the Lexington and came back and won the long branch at Monmouth. So uh, maybe going the right way for Kenny McPeak. I'm going to throw him in there as well. But uh, homebrew's my pick. But electability has uh, got a big shot in here. Brings us to race 13, the grade three, Monmouth. Three-year-olds it up on the turf. They'll go a mile and an eighth. Where did you land on this race? I am only going six deep in here, but I could be talked into going all. Uh, uh, and I've got a very inexpensive ticket, so I'll give you some options at the end. I thought public sector here for Chad Brown, uh, if he runs here, he's also entered at Belmont. Uh, but if he runs here, coming out of the grade one turf classic where he really, he went off at four to one, he got beat by Santin, who came back uh, and ran well at Belmont last weekend. So that was his first race off a long layoff. And, um, fits well on class in here with the rest of them. Uh, Tax is an interesting horse. First turf, but the horse was really good on dirt last year. Yes, this time for Lopez and Green, TD Dance, a uh, really good race coming out of that Keelan race where uh, Camp Hope won. So, uh, that's, that's interesting that, that, uh, we have Camp Hope in the, in the previous race and this one followed up. Um, Sacred Life, the other Chad Brown in here. Um, interesting statistic. Before today, Chad Brown is 0 for 8. His first starts at Monmouth this week, but uh, that's not going to keep up. And then Hidden Stash for Vicky Oliver and Diaz on the outside uh, coming out of a Churchill race where uh, he was favored at 6 to 5 and, and was way back. I think he needs to be closer to the pace and uh, maybe there'll be enough speed to set this up for him. I'm going to go 6 deep in here, and again, I could be talked into even more. I think the, this is the most wide open race of the day. Yeah. I like public sector a lot if he goes here. Uh, reason is uh, he ran in that grade one turf classic last time, so against tougher. And he was also down on the inside, which was thought to be the slower part of the turf course that weekend at Churchill. Um, Caravelle was down inside in uh, the turf sprint, came back and won at Belmont last weekend. So uh, this horse is second off a layoff. Um, so... Uh, if they if public sector goes, uh, I would use just him and tax. I'm like you. I'm intrigued by tax. First time on the turf. He's got the pedigree for it. And if he could get buyer figures anything close to the turf uh, to the dirt numbers when he runs on turf, he'd be a major player. So uh, I would be comfortable with just those two if public sector runs. If not, then um, uh, I would go uh, deeper um, and uh, TD Dance, Sacred Life. 
maybe even hidden stash, because I wouldn't want to take too strong a stand on on tax if uh, public sector is not in there in case tax didn't like the turf and he you know hadn't been on it yet. So um, it's a couple of different ways you can go when you get to the uh, pick four from my perspective. But I like public sector a lot if he runs in here. And the uh, last race is the grade three Salvatore Mile that wraps up the pick four. It's a one-mile race that is two turns at Monmouth for three-year-olds and up. I couldn't get past Hot Rod Charlie in here, just a, a huge class edge. He ran well in the Haskell, although he got DQ'd. Um, and uh, I think uh, he would win this. Fat Man, the seven, does have uh, four wins at a mile, two wins at Monmouth, uh, four buyer figures of 100-plus. So, you know, if you want to go deeper, you could look there. Uh, you could look at mind control just as inside speed, but he's never been this far uh, around two turns. So uh, I think uh, I'm going to single Hot Rod Charlie. How about you? I made a mistake last week of not taking a horse that came from uh, Dubai, and I'm, I'm, I think Hot Rod Charlie uh, has had enough rest since coming from Dubai, and he is a standout here. Interesting horse that I wanted to mention here, Cheryl Spite, who won the Maker's Mark Mile at Keeneland, uh, famously off that 51 morning line, and then came back and didn't run very well in the turf plastic that we just mentioned at Santin, what we won at Churchill. I don't know why they're trying this horse uh, back on the dirt when he could have gone to a couple other turf races in here. I don't understand that for Atfield, but he's smarter than I am. So uh, there's a reason that he's running him here, but I don't see that he's going to be competitive with Hot Rod Charlie. So I'm going to single Hot Rod Charlie when we get to pick four. So we are at the pick four. What's your ticket look like? Very inexpensive ticket this weekend. Uh, six and eight in the first leg with Princess Grace, my favorite, using fluffy socks as well. Two, four, seven in the second leg with home, homebrew and electability, my co-choices. Then going six deep in the Monmouth with one, two, three, four, six, and 11. And singling Hot Rod Charlie in the end, three horse making an $18 ticket. Let's uh, go to my pick four ticket. And it is, I'm going to play it. Uh, not as narrow as I would in the Monmouth um, in case public sector does uh, go to New York and run there. So I'm going to take six and seven in the first, or seven and six, actually, in the first leg, Lamista and Princess Grace. Then one, two, three, four, seven. Then I'll go two, three, four, six, I believe it's eight, uh, Glen County and the 11. And I didn't mention Glen County, but I'm just going to throw that one in there on the chance that public sector doesn't run if you draw a line through the last race, it's Mike Maker on the turf, and the horse has some, some solid numbers if public sector's not in there. So I'm going to throw that one in as well. So 2, 3, 4, 6, 8, 11, and then single Hot Rod Charlie. So for me, that's 2 by 5 by 6 by one thirty dollars ticket. And then uh, if you want to narrow the ticket down, then if public sector runs, I just uh, you could go down as narrow as uh, as public sector and tax from my perspective because I like public sector a lot. So, But for me, I'll recap it again just since I've jumped around here. Seven and six with one, two, three, four, seven with two, three, four, six, eight, eleven with three. Best of luck wherever you're playing this weekend. Uh, you've hopefully got the Churchill races back. The weather's going to be a lot cooler, so I think they'll be fine at Churchill. Uh, you've got uh, this nice card at, at Monmouth, so just keep money in your Keeneland Select account. you got U.S. Open to watch and uh, races to play, so Best of luck this weekend. Of course, Royal Ascot, too. So uh, you want to have some funds for that as they'll have some great racing on Saturday uh, starting in the morning over at Royal Ascot. 
For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the End of the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.